I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the sound of the round and the green and the rain and the people trying not to have any pain. The sound of the town and the sound of the road and the sound of the people sound on the toes. The sound of life, the sound of your wife, the sound of the people holding a knife. The sound of you, the sound of me. It's podcast number 83. It's podcast number 83 where we talk about things that we have 83 of. Now, uh, some of you say we're stretching it a bit, but we are very lucky to have this guest. It's, uh, it is indeed, uh, he was actually had quite a lot of free time. It's Philip Schofield. How are you? Hello. Oh, topical. Oh, yeah. Oh, very topical. It's not. It's Chris Barnes. We, we wouldn't have Philip Schofield on. Uh, so, Chris Barnes, what do you have 83 of? Uh, <laughs> yeah, put me on the spot. Headphones. I've got 43 headphones. 80, so I've got 83 headphones. 83 head. Why do you have 83 headphones? Is there a fun story about that? Yeah, well, there's ones that have got the microphone attached to it, and then sometimes it rubs. Is it? Is it rubbing? I can't know if it's rubbing or not. This is well, basically is. my excuse to do a sound check. It is basically the sound check. And uh, the podcast 83, that last week we found out that uh, Dave Benson Phillips owned 83 books. Uh, J.K. Rowling owned 83 Shetland ponies. And of course, uh, Tony Blair, former prime minister, owned 83 copies of uh, The Clash's Greatest Hits. So uh, it's obviously quite an important number to many people because 83 is close to 100, as we know, which is the goal. Like 100 of anything. If you say, I've got 100 of them, that's the goal. But 83 is almost being there. So has there ever been a time in your life where you thought you were almost there and didn't quite get there? I didn't understand that sentence, but I was born in 83. If that makes any... That's how I love 83. Born in 83. We've completed the podcast! (laughs) You listen to the podcast today. Chris was born at 83. (laughs) What do you mean? I I don't even understand. What was the sentence you just said? Have you ever been there? Have you ever been to the top and not... What? <laughs> You're not listening to that. You're listening to small screen, naughty's nineties, wherever we are. It's naughty's this way. Hey. go.
I have to correct you on that. What? It's actually 90s. Watching uh, the episode back on uh, the same episode as you, it says yes. it was first aired in 99. Now, yes. Yes. that to me falls within the decades. No, but the rules are, if it aired during the noughties, then it was a noughties show as well. And it aired from 1996 to 2008. So it counts as a 2000 show. Do you know what? Do you know what? As you've thrown the rules in my face like a bad breakfast, I will take that. I will take that. How are you? What have you been up to other than appearing on the, the 84 Three. podcast? 80, 83. 83, 83 <laughs> podcast. I've seen so bad that I've even deleted it from my head. Yes. I went to see Dave Gorman last night. He's a very funny man at the Marlowe. And that's it. Good. Nothing Nothing funny happened. I was like, come on. Come on, let something funny happen. So I've got some material. What, what, get... uh, what was your opinion on the Marlowe Theatre? Do you like it there? I do like it there. Why? Do you not like it there? I don't know. I always feel like I'm going to see a TED Talk. It's a very weird laid out <laughs> theatre, isn't it? Like, oh wait, if it was a little bit corporate sometimes, it used to feel a bit like it would collapse. But now, in the corporate times, but great acts. They always seem to book amazing stuff and brilliant comedians. Two chairs in front of us were donated to people that had obviously passed on, which is weird. Why would, why would you... Did they like... turn up? That would have been weirder. It's like, in the memory of this person. In a th- why? <laughs> At least I, the person that sat on that chair did not know that because I could see it from the back. But if you've got like a plaque on a, on a bench, you can see that it, it, it's for that person. Yeah, but it's harder to sew it into the sponge, though, isn't it? Like the cushion. Oh, oh, yeah. I think that's more of the issue than anything else. It's easier to put it on the back. They could have written their name on the sponge. And, look, and to be honest, yeah, they've sponsored the chair. They've not paid for the person's ticket. It's like they give a Rick... fuck whose chair it was. I'll pay 40 quid to come and see this. It's like the Rick Mel bench. I didn't yeah. know it existed, but I thought, that bench in Hammersmith, there must be a bench they're using bottom and it turned out yeah there's a little plaque on it and it's in a traffic island that's pretty cool yeah and i thought there'd be a queue to go and sit on it no there wasn't there was no one there just you just see that's it. the thing isn't it like going to disneyland like thinking the one ride that no one's got on but is this the real one this can't be the real one no one's sitting on this were you amazed was it a moment of where is everyone it was but apparently it's not the original Apparently they got rid of the original. Damn. What did they get rid of the original? I, d- I don't know, because people are dicks. But then they got a new one and they got a plaque on it and said, look, this is where... Yeah, but it's... Yeah, I suppose it's still the same space, isn't it? It's, it doesn't make it much difference. It's the same seat in that area. Yeah, it's like airport starting in 1996. How does that work then? Because... Oh, sorry, we're doing airport. That was That was seamless. <laughs> Starting in 1996, we watched episode one, series one, and it was 1999. I, was, I don't know how that works. Yeah, but this is the thing sometimes on the TV, they save money, especially in Happy Campers this week, where they used an old bit of equipment, an old scene, where they yes. edited it in. And it yes. really confused me. 
And no. my wife was like, we've already watched this. And I was like, we haven't yeah. watched this. And we hadn't. I'm glad you said that, because I thought as well, he's going, oh, I've just moved in with my girlfriend. And now he's become the manager of all the rides. I thought, this was last year. What's going on? This oh, now, now he's looking after a pony. Oh, this is new bit. So they didn't have yeah. an establishing shot for, to introduce him. They couldn't have just said, here he is. Here he is again. He wants to look after some... They could have had him just stood in front of the reception talking to someone going... Exactly the same bit of material. Yeah. Well, Don't have a go. Don't do stuff like that. The campers, is what I like to know as a, as a fan base, will always yeah. find out. Yes, but in airport, clearly there was a shot they used three times of a woman walking along in a cowboy hat, which I saw three times and went, that is the same bit of footage they've used again. Now, this airport. Now... It's a very odd thing because the, the link I saw was taken off Dave. Yeah. <laughs> With the home of witty banter. The home of witty banter. And I don't know at what point did they think, do you know what? Do you know what is witty? Airport. This whole episode, there's a lot to unpack because it triggered a few moments from my childhood. Surprise, surprise, Phil Jones, friend of the show, makes more than a guest appearance on this one of what happened on a knock-on fact because of airport. I don't know why they were showing this on Dave. Now, yeah, put whatever you want on it. But Dave would Dave was great. Well, they used to show Top Gear a lot, and they don't think they do it anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, I think they're all about to get cancelled. Well, one one is, isn't he? But they do play the is it the Red Bull rally thing on there as well. That isn't comedy. From 2015 as well, the other day. I, I, I switched on to Dave. I thought, I'm going to watch some Terrestrial. And, yeah, Dave was showing the, the Red Bull air. Uh, ah, soapbox race from 2015. Yeah. People just going I down the there. Year, O'Connell accidentally won that. It's still one of the greatest things I think that has ever happened. What do you mean, accidentally won it? Because him and Richie did it. It's like 40 things to do yeah. before he hit fit 40. And they I mean, won. They won. Well, that's not accidental, is it? They did enter it. You're making it sound like. They're well, the they did the... enter it, but they shouldn't have won because it's people who are actually professional. It's like you yeah. going, like, oh, I might have a kick around at the World Cup and you getting a winning goal. Yeah, but I'm not a professional footballer. <laughs> exactly! North Christian O'Connell! Oh, OK. Oh, that's the point you make. I thought you were going to go... <laughs> I love the way you... I'm not a professional footballer. Like, something has happened in the past where you've had to clear that up. Well, a lot of people are, aren't they? Um, uh, Bradley Walsh. Professional footballers. Derek and Cora yeah. was going to be a professional footballer. Dave Benson Phillips. Was he? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think I don't think you know facts about Dave Benson Phillips. I think you've got Dave Benson Tourette's where just there. Dave Benson Phillips. Got, I've not got DBT. DBT. <laughs> so How John, dare you? How dare you? Yeah, I'm trying to get back on track. So John Nettles. Right, at this point as well, did you watch the one with the eclipse? Yes, I did, yeah. Thank God for that. <laughs> John because you sent me the link, I watched it and I watched it on the big telly. Because I was like, what better way to spend my day off than watching a show about an airport? After, can I just point out, I watched this after I was in an airport for five and a half hours waiting for a group of Colombian kids. So this was almost <laughs> like, oh, what better way to spend the day than kind of a reimagining what that would have been like 20 years ago? And you know what? It's still the same. I reckon I still would have walked around WH Smith seven times. Can I point out, it's your fault. I slept. I, I selected, I I suggested Bo Selector, and you said, no, let's do Airport. <laughs> so it's your own yeah, fault. I didn't know at that time. That whole trip was meant to take me half an hour, half an hour. But for some reason, and I'm not going too much into detail, uh, little things hold you back, like forgetting to bring your passport to the country. 
And, and it's stuff like that that people really need to get a grasp of when coming to this country. What, people in front of you were like, oh, I haven't got my passport? No, 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 one of, one of the students. Yeah. It's a long story, and we got there in the end, but airports aren't the exciting hub that it's made out to be in this. I tried to find fun in the airport as well, and all I found was a bag of lemon sherbets. I say found them, I purchased them, but they were good. So, Jeremy. Yes, Jeremy, now... Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. Now, and two, there was a weird time after this is aired where Jeremy was quite the celebrity. Do you remember this? I do. But please, for the love of God, please do not say that he released a single because I'm not finding it. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not saying he had, but I reckon he, he definitely had. No, uh, no, 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 no. Did you hear the boring one? It was awful. It's the worst I thing. Do, I, I didn't even want to play it to people because it was so shit. You silly sod, I could have been off then. I've been driving in my car. I think it's one of the worst things I've ever heard, but then again, like, I know, well, you I understand people are saying people in glass houses very loudly <laughs> at their radios at this point. Uh, but also, this is the thing as well. This is the thing. Like, there was a place called Euronic Centre. Did you ever go to one of these places? No, I don't know what you're on about. What's that? So they were electrical stores. And my dad used to be a security guard. Uh, and that's what he told me he was. Uh, <laughs> in, this, in this place called the Charton Centre in Dover. And out of the Euronic Centre, well, they'd sell, like, fridges, electrical goods. There's a big picture of Jeremy saying, Jeremy says, shop at Euronic Centre, about six foot. And obviously, like, it got out of date quite quickly. So my dad took this and just stuck it in various places around the building. And when I used to work with him, you'd go for like, go to use the toilet, Jeremy would be there. you go to put your stuff away, <laughs> Jeremy would be there. At one point, he even took it home and I went to bed one night and Jeremy was standing over the bed. So the yeah, every cut out. Face, I picture a cardboard cutout of Jeremy's face that we actually burnt on a bonfire in the end. <laughs> uh, it's not an effigy. It, it felt like an effigy for me. And it was the joy that my dad got out of this as well. Like, it wasn't just a bit of laughter. He found it hilarious. Like, I mean, in later life, I can understand. There's nothing better than scaring the shit out of your kids. But it was everywhere. And it looks scary because he's smiling. But he looks <laughs> like any minute he could slip. Do you know what I mean? I like Jeremy. I reckon I would have liked him if he didn't turn up every time I opened the door. Just trying he to did. do me Saturday job, I was so there's Isabel, who's the poshest police woman I've ever seen. Uh, Steve and Russell that are the... And also, can I just point out... Hang on, I'm introducing these... them. I'm introducing the characters. You... Steve and yeah, Russell. But... Oh. Oh, come on, let me do it. Come on. <laughs> Steve and... Because people don't know what we're talking about. Steve and Russell, they are the... <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what... This is what we do. We tell them what we've just watched... <laughs> Steve and Russell, they are, the, they are the photographers trying to take a picture of the eclipse. We haven't even mentioned the eclipse yet. And is it Corrine is a personal shopper? Right, now go. Right, the policewoman as well, or police person, or, or whatever term you feel happy with, Lister. Uh, it, as Chris said, is the most poshest police person I have ever heard in my life, but likes to give a little lecture after she's done something. Like, you saw the guy who left his uh, brief... Leave that there. No, no, seriously. Take it with you. It will go. And then gives the statistics. Don't leave the briefcase there. No, it's all right. I am keeping one eye on it. I mean it. Take it with you. Really? Yep, it'll go in a split second. Thank you. One kid, right, there's a lost kid, right? 
They find the family. And obviously, if your kid's got lost, you've not lost your child on purpose. Mm. Insert joke about certain famous lost person at this point. Uh, you've not you've not lost your child on purpose, have you? No. So then reunites the family <laughs> and then gives the dad a lecture. <laughs> a lecture mm. on how oh, this is one of the busiest airports. You need to keep an eye on your kids going on. I'm pretty sure it'd be a bit upset. That's the last thing you want, isn't it? You crying. Imagine you lost your child. Yeah. We, you don't know the Barnes family and my little brother when he was little used to love to get lost in the supermarket just so he could hear his name being yelled over the tunnel every time. Yeah, well, this is it. And and I don't know if anyone has ever dealt with lost kids before. It's the biggest ball ache in the world. Did they not have a tunnel system in Heathrow then? Do they not say, we've missed a child, if it, the father of this child, please come to check in B well, yeah. and collect him. <laughs> and also a... different times. There's no way you'd be able to give the name of the child <laughs> anymore. And also, if you've lost a child, right, and you're going through the airport and someone says, we have a lost child. Who goes, well, it might not be mine. <laughs> there is a taxi driver tout who they, is an illegal taxi driver oh, trying, to, trying, try, trying, to get, trying to get business. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm meant to be meeting someone from New York. And she goes, no, you're not. You're not meant to meet someone from New York, are you? Tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. And I thought afterwards, and then the kid was lost, and I thought maybe that that was his son, and he, he just kicked his dad out of the of the airport and go, yeah. oh, my dad was actually telling the truth, and you just kicked my dad out. But it wasn't. It, oh, wasn't it, was, it was very much that we're looking for taxi towels. And then, like, I don't know if part of you felt this, and I definitely <laughs> thought this, that informant... Who they mm. can tell is definitely hideously racist. <laughs> Any, anyone and who isn't white is is a suspect. Exactly, that was the exact vibe I got because he looking around going like, "Well, there's still three white blokes stood there with their pieces of paper that are just as scruffy as it." Mm. <laughs> you know when you see it going, "You're posh, aren't you? Yeah. You're definitely one of them poshos. Like, you know what, the type. What sort of car have you got? Yes. No, I don't think you're telling the truth. Would you please? Would you please tell me the truth, please? Yeah, I've got a Ford Fiesta. But can, if you you could be waiting for anyone, are they allowed to fly a taxi cab? Do you still get them there? I, I haven't spent that much time in Heathrow to realise if there are taxi cabs. I have the worst airport as well. You're confusing me with, with pretending to be an expert at the beginning of the podcast. I'm not an expert on these things. Heathrow, <laughs> or all or, or the number eighty three. Over. Let me just point out. That, that's my new book coming out soon, for, ready for Christmas. Jeremy has gone to Leeds Bradford Airport to get on a plane to do an article for Infront News uh, magazine. Oh, in, in front. In Flight magazine. <laughs> I, I want to see what In Front News magazine is it. Is it the one for the driver who needs to learn to pull over more? It's for, it's for taxi drivers. They're in the front. He's going to go on a plane. Only legal on... ones, though. Only white taxi drivers. God forbid anyone else read it. He's being ironic, listeners. He's being ironic. So I am being ironic. <laughs> if, if people don't get that from me, like if you don't skip along and miss the beginning bit of that. <laughs> there's a documentary about the tube, and there's these people saying, "If I have a foreign person, what I do is I speak like this to them and say, are you okay?' It sounds the most, but she does it in the accent as well. So it's in their accent and speak slowly. And Alan Davis has watched this well, and it's like, no, that is just racist. Would you stop, stop doing that? Anyway. That is horrible. Do you remember the eclipse of 1999? Do I remember the eclipse of not when everyone was going to go blind looking at the sun? Uh, yeah. And we were giving you remember? 3D glasses to look at it with. 
or, or if you're unlucky, the pinhole one, which made no sense. Here's a reflection of the sun on a piece of paper. It's happening behind me. Well, there's did, a bit... did you ever get fed bullshit of the kid who went blind for looking at the eclipse? Yes. I was told when I was little, do not look at the sun. And then they're going, everyone's going to look at the sun today. Yeah. You know, see, Jeremy, there was a suggestion that you got your sick bag and you made a hole in it and you could watch it through there. He's come back. He's come back to save the airport in the pan off the pandemic, and it's not as good. He's done a good I job. Was, well, I it's was, still there. Yeah, I was one episode. He, he's got self awareness now. He knows that he can't say the most inappropriate things to people. I think it's very slow, isn't it? The new one. He's having fun with the glasses. He's sticking. He's going. Oh, I will put them over my glasses. Or uh, the, oh, I put them down here. Oh, I put them up there. He's not gay. That's not a gay voice. That's generally yes, how it, it was. A, it was a gay. Voice. That's your own. That is your own homophobia, there, Chris. <laughs> that is nothing to do. Nothing to do with my voice. That is how he talks. Jeremy is. He's on the plane. He's on the plane. God say he's on the plane. He's on the plane at the beginning. Goes and sees the cockpit. This is pre nine eleven, isn't it? It's going in to see the um, the cockpit before you go off. Well, you say this. Uh, my brother took my nephew on holiday. And uh, they give them this dinosaur where they have to have photographs of this dinosaur going on like holidays and trips and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they let him in the cockpit to have photos. And this photos of my brother sat in there, my nephew holding a dinosaur. I just <laughs> found it really, yeah. Is this I recently? You could go in the cockpit. It was about three weeks ago. What? <laughs> I thought it was all locked off and you can't go in there anymore. And Well, I thought that too. There's a picture of my nephew set with a dinosaur and the captain. <laughs> and a terrorist on the other side. Hello! And a terrorist <laughs> just like walking in the back. Well, oh, the... I'd like a photo too for mine. Jeremy says to the pilots or something, I like going through the list and seeing which ones are serial killers. And you're going, oh, thank you for doing that for us. <laughs> oh, is that what your security was in the old days? You just get a passenger to go, that one looks dodgy. Get him off. Yeah, I think I think that was it. It was very much the same of working out who had illegal cabs of the time. Very similar kind of plan. of going, hmm. I'm not going to go too much into it because that could be misconstrued, but it's filthy racist. It's one, one small step for... For um, for Jeremy, apparently. We might even get eruptions from the chromosphere. <laughs> we'll have no eruptions in here, thank you, mate. Keep your eruptions to yourself. He gets so excited with the word eruption, doesn't he? So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the middle of the show. <laughs> If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome back. I don't think that I saw the eclipse, but now I've seen video footage of the eclipse and I think I've seen the eclipse because I've seen it on the telly. Oh, that would be exactly the same as looking up in the in the glasses, I think. I've seen the eclipse. I, mm-hmm. I remember it well. It, it was on the summer holiday of 1999, uh, the year after Jurassic Park The Lost World was released. <laughs> and I, I went and stood on the Western De- Heights and uh, watched it from there. I remember it well at the time because I was with my father and I went for a wee and Jeremy was just stood there. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I thought that's how I when I'm giving people directions, I tell them where the nearest pub is. You're like, yes, well, it was quite close to when Jurassic Park The Lost World came out. That's how you... I, I, yeah, I, I, I genuinely, my marker for anything 90s is around the releases of Jurassic Park. Well, you had. Jeremy Spate in your room. I had a big picture of Godzilla from the is it the Emmerich film? Oh, from the nineteen ninety eight one. And it was three D as well. You could put three glasses on. <laughs> oh, this, that's amazing. This is the man who was scared of the T Rex in Jurassic Park, and then I've got a three D Godzilla on my wall. Do you ever find with that film that it does turn into Jurassic Park midway through when they're randomly stuck in the subway and it, there's all the baby Godzillas? Someone thought, oh. I know what we could do. Just make Godzilla in Jurassic Park. I'll tell you what they were thinking. Toys! <laughs> <laughs> Money! That was a great summer. That was a good summer night, yeah, as well, like, because Godzilla was everywhere. Like, do you remember? It was one of those you could get away from. It was. It was the same like... year 
Sorry, I cut you there. No, you didn't. No, I was going to say... Is, was it was the he... same year as episode one, Phantom Menace? Yes, it was. Well, 1999 was. That was a great year for merch as well. It was everywhere. You could get away from it. You could move for Jar Jar Binks's. Now, I'm young enough to not be old enough to go and see a Star Wars film. And that was the first one. I was like, oh, I can go and see a Star Wars film. Oh, it would be really good. I liked it. I don't know what everyone was moaning about. I think at the time, it's like, this is all right. I think I, I remember the pod race being good. But, I remember, as Steve Baldwin has said before, anyone could be a Jedi. Now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's Medichlorin. I remember I didn't. I I liked it, and then later on, I watched it with my dad, and just watched just watched it through his eyes. I was going, yeah, it's a bit boring, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just a weird. Why are you pod why? racing for? <laughs> well, there's so much explaining on it. A lot like a new film that's just come out. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to throw it under the bus because I'm not stupid. But what? What? Why? Why do they have to explain everything? Do why it. can't they just do stuff? What? Do it. Throw it under the bus. Oh, the new Spider-Man. I thought was very kind of like trying to explain everything. And then I thought, like, oh, we're an hour in. Well, we're an hour and a half in. I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to do. I, d- I just. That's <laughs> some about... really nice bits. It, it was too long. The intro is too long. Because the intro goes on, and then the film starts, and you're like, "I thought we were already in the film." Oh, I, I hate know, that. What a fan! I'll... I hate that when you I, I, I... when you watch a film, and then ten minutes in, here's the credits, and like, what? What if I just been watching for ten minutes? <laughs> just get on. When with you it. watch it, you'll be like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, I understand now." Really um, is I don't know. It looks amazing, by the way, and there's some brilliant bits in there. I just think they just didn't do it well. They yeah. could have got a better character and done a film around him or mm. done something else. I'm not here to discuss Marvel. I'll leave that to the nerds. So, airport. Airport! Um, right, so, right, we, we've done Jeremy. Jeremy's... No, oh, no, we're still on Jeremy. Jeremy's still, still in the plane. He's still in the plane. It just made me laugh that people had gone up there to watch the eclipse and they said, we're doing it for the kids. The kids were asleep on their chairs. They couldn't give a shit about the eclipse. It's the one thing as well, like, they're closer to it. But you can... The good thing about the eclipse is the sky is quite big. Mm. <laughs> so you could see it anywhere. Yeah. But you get a really good... You could be standing on Western Heights. You could be standing outside the cinema after Jurassic Park, The Lost World. And you see that eclipse everywhere. So what would you want to move on to? The personal shopper? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I uh, want to move on to the wet bandits from uh, <laughs> the photographers. I've already had one tabloid plate that came onto me and sort of said, what's happening with the airport? Is it coming to a standstill? Are they stop, stop flying and things like that? I mean, they don't stop flying at night. <laughs> it's not that they can't find out where they're going. So we're just going to watch it and see what happens, I think. That's the, the opening yeah. down, Can you actually see the sun? Has it gone beyond the clouds? Well, it, it, it's, the sun's over here, so it's tracking mm. that way, so... Mm. It's not going to be a perfect point where you can... a height, anyway, you can actually mm. see it. Who were so greasy and dodgy. Like, you know when you watch two and think, oh, mate, it, it, I don't need to cause allegations, but phone hacking scandal definitely happens, and, and they knew. I'm I'm not getting into any legal trouble, but I think come dine with, come dine with me. Come fly with come me. Come dine with me. <clears throat> come fly with me, watch this, and took a lot of it from it. I think there are photographers in Come Fly With Me and lots I of think, other characters. I, I definitely think they watched it. I'll go with Come Fly With Me being better than Little Britain in Parch. 
that they're doing something else, and apparently it's going to be the sequel to Come Fly With Me more than Little Britain. Oh, what are you going to do? Really? Yeah. They're working together. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Double acts can work together if they split up. Fact check. John here. No, they can't. Can they? They can, with your arms folded. I love the way you say that, like, like keeping it together. Like, we're not a double act. <laughs> we're not a double act. Um, we're, we're two separate comedians this is not a doing double the act. same Let's podcast. clarify that right now. Even though, the other night, we, you had your speaker out, and I helped you sing Hamilton, and I was surprised I knew the words as well. <laughs> you were there in solidarity with me. Uh, I was. And it was a beautiful moment where we were there, because, like, having a venue that has three 200-watt speakers... <laughs> only has power of a 10-watt blimmin' speaker to put your music through. Uh, but you sang, sang along with me, and it made the night. It also makes me think, maybe I need to change it up a bit, as if you know that inside out, how long have I been doing that? That's a new <laughs> bit. That's only been a year. That's not been in that long. Everything else is pretty much new. What I enjoyed about it was it wasn't planned. It wasn't, I, just, I was stood there holding the microphone, and I thought, I know what's coming up. I'm going to sing along as well. It did ruin it slightly because then it ruined your joke. But no one, no one cared. It, it's a Thank memory that everyone will always have. They will always go away from that gig thinking, remember this. Remember the time when they turned to sang in unison-ish. So the personal shopper helps people find what they want. Why don't they just tell yeah. them, why don't they tell them in advance, I want this. They go and buy it and then they exchange monies, and then they get on the plane. Instead of dragging the woman all the way to the Disney shop for a video, which we didn't even see what video it was, you could probably get in America bet, as well. I bet it was Return of Jafar. Uh, Return of Jafar. Jafar. Yeah, I know. Did you say it wrong on purpose? Oh, sorry. I, but I bet I bet that, that's just something like that. It's, it's one yeah. of those straight to video or, or Lion King to Simba's Pride. I'm no technician, as it's been said. But I don't think that you could stick a UK video into a US video recorder and it would work. I, I think I think you can. Can you? I didn't think you could. I think it's one of those things I told you. I think it was different with video games. So if oh. you got a video game for a Super Nintendo, it wouldn't work. But if you got a video game for a Sega Genesis, it would fit into a Mega Drive. Ah, I didn't know that. So, yeah, so the, the the American... Yeah, you can put videos in. It's just like consoles were made in such a way that you can pirate them, except Sega. Do what you except, want with that. Except Sega. The, the uh, hedgehog didn't care. <laughs> and who, yeah. And who won that battle in the long run? They both did. They're both equally as good as each other. It won't work. Yeah, Sega's still going strong, isn't it? What was that? thing from that show we did it was oh uh eventually you'll have this one console that plays every single game <laughs> yeah would you found laugh pirating yeah that's never gonna happen in a million no, it's, years it's called the box and you can play sega and nintendo they come together like in unison and go yes it'll be like the multiverse of games you can play whatever you want on one box it's gonna happen. the problem is with that as well it's like i wanted to play luigi's mansion the other day, and couldn't because I have the wrong console. And also, mm. Nintendo do this annoying thing when they're released, oh, you can play Game Boy games on your Switch, but it would be a handful of Game Boy games and never the one you actually want to play. Do you know what I mean? 
Mm. So they never release anything all at the same time. They always hold something back, always hold it back. And you think, I quite like to play that. No, you can't play that because I'm holding it. I'm Shanghai Mayamito and I've got you by the balls. Also, with the Nintendo Switch as well. Like, I keep looking, thinking I really want one. The tech in that is six years old. Six years old. Well, that's basically an antique, isn't it? What's well, out of date? Like, it, it's not powerful. Why haven't they released an update for it? I don't know. You're asking Why? me, like, it's Why? my fault. You, <laughs> ring <not> Shanghai. <laughs> oh, on the, on the old mobile. Say, on the mobile, you ring him up. Shanghai, hello. Asking. What's going on with your console? So they've and had first contact, and Jeremy says it looks like a Pac-Man. It does. It does look a bit like Pac-Man. Once again, we're back. <laughs> oh, did you... See, on the bus, they're driving... The personal shopper is driving the woman to the Disney yeah. shop, and she says, hello, yes, yes, okay, yeah, 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 yeah right. Is he saying they're going to stop the plane for us? He goes, yeah, yeah, we're going to get it on time, yeah. And she goes, really? She's like, yeah, yeah, we are going to get it on time. Her face was like, yeah, we might not do, but I don't want to say that we won't. Hello? Oh, yes, of course. Yes, that's right. OK, no problem. Thanks a lot. No problem. No, I'm pretty fine. <laughs> They're holding the plane for me. Yes, that's what she said. Yeah? No, 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 no. This. But also, how annoyed would you be on that plane as well if you found out you were late because someone had been doing some personal life shopping? Buying the return of Jafar. No, and they won't enjoy it. But also, it is that just really like rude, I think, to then stop a plane by 10 minutes for one person to get on. No, you can't stop a plane. No, let him fly off. No, let him you, fly off. You can't stop a plane. Yeah, it has to go when it goes. It can't, they can't stop yeah. it for one person. They can't, no. It's just no. rude. And also, personalised shopping is such a weird kind of archaic thing now, isn't it? It is, yes. Except if you're in Harrods or something like that, with someone going, I need this, I know where that is. Where people are too posh to fucking look round on their own. Oh, God. Get rid of the rich. No. This is the thing. It's like these, these rich, posh dickheads, right? <laughs> If you have all the time in the world to wander around the shop, oh, I'll get that for my daughter, I'll get that with the personal shopper. Hold up a plane for 10 minutes, holding up a plane for people, working class people who have probably gone to work and earned that money themselves and not been gifted it in some weird trust fund, holding up people, good people, for the likes of that. It's just disgusting behaviour. I hate them. No, you, you can't hold up a plane. It's, they won't let you do that. They can't. You can't hold up a plane. Can you? What do you think happens? It's not robots. In the US, federal air travel rules from the US Department of Transportation state that you cannot be held in a plane stuck on the tarmac longer than three hours for domestic flights or four hours for international ones. Past this delay, the aircraft must return to the gate to let passengers disembark. I think that's a different rule. <laughs> well, that's, well, they can hold it up to three hours then, in theory. Do planes wait for late passengers? According to Travel Stack Exchange, they usually won't. However, if the delay is due to crew, mechanical problems, etc., then they will provide a hotel room for you if you miss the connection. 
In either case, they'll rebook you on the first flight with an available seat the next day. Thank you, Jeremy. We could, we could have got Jeremy on, couldn't he? Would have known. We probably could. I've got a cardboard cutout somewhere. <laughs> what I like about Jeremy is that he's... I don't think he's got a single out. He didn't go down the celebrity route after he did it. He's still in aviation. He goes around the world doing aviation-y things. He, he didn't... He didn't, like... Uh, who, who am I thinking of? <laughs> he didn't go down the right road of, like, he could have been massive. Well, no, he didn't do the celebrity... Oh, oh I'm going to be on Pointless and I'm going to do this. He just yeah. went back to his day Well, that, those shows weren't around for him at the moment when he was big. Like, he didn't have that. He, didn't, he, he couldn't have had that career. In some ways, Jeremy was sold short. But then again, you say that. He wants to face for Euronics Electric. Hang on. I'm going to be visual. I'll put it on the website. Jeremy Spate cutout. Yeah. No, you can't get a Jeremy Spate cutout. Well, yeah, because who would buy it now? Most people just burnt it on the bonfire. No, but people put out 90s nostalgia, don't they? Go, who remembers this, this, this cutout? Yeah. So the photographers are now watching it from a porter cabin and they can't see... Ethel, because there's we can't see Ethel. She's not out there either. Oh look at me! She I'm turning. I'm turning. I'm turning to Lee Mac. So, oh. <laughs> we're about to get a few more views. That's the kind of thing Lee Mac would do. Oh no! I'm now I've turned into Stuart Lee. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? Chris, stop your transformation. Edit, edit. Yeah, they're by the port. They can't see anything. It's cloudy. They'd be trying to phone hack. Apparently, I didn't say that. Yeah. Adam said that. I'm not having this. Well, well you said it that time. No, I didn't. I'm saying what you said. One of the guys in the phone hacking scandal, who was a big player, Where's this uh, I don't know how he was paid off, but he bought the Dover Castle pub in Dover. Uh, fun <laughs> fact for you there. Is it wrong? We got we talked about the missing child already, but I thought you should treat him the same way as you did the taxi driver. You should kick him out of the um, airport. Just get out. What, well, just kick the kid out, the missing kid? Well, her... Reason for saying, she said, you're not here for any reason. I thought the kid's not here for any reason. He hasn't got his family. You get out. You get out of the airport now. <laughs> yeah, but from the logic was he was there for reason in the first place. His oh, reason no, 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 just get out. Are those the rules? If yeah, you're not here rules. to fly, if you're not able to fly on the plane, you shouldn't be in the airport. Let's clap for my nan. I swear, Jeremy's, <laughs> the plane lands, they do the old clapping. Yeah. Every, every, other, every plane you've ever been on, do they clap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Why do you clap for? It's basically, do you get out of a car and clap when you go home? I think think it's needed. I think it's needed. I think there's that not dying feeling. I know, but you could have gone by boat or car. I think you're more likely to... That's the thing, though, isn't it? You're much worse dying in a boat. Jeremy said, let's clap when we land. And you're probably one of the very few people in the UK to have seen it. That's an amazing sight it was. Let's clap when we land. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that he was, it was his day off, but he was still on. He was still, he was still being, oh, come on, let's have a toast. This will have a toast to yeah. we've just seen an eclipse. I don't think Jeremy ever has a day off. I think it, Jeremy is a true professional. Every day, every day Jeremy gets up and he thinks aviation. <laughs> Post pandemic, he's now shaved his beard off and he's got a bald head. I think well, well. then there's not a good comparison to David Brennett anymore. I think that might be. <laughs> <laughs> It is. Well, I know he came before him. Ricky, Ricky yeah. Gervais is an arsehole for growing a goatee. <laughs> I think he has ruined the goatee for everyone. Yeah, it's like Donald Trump, he's ruined the cap. 
Hitler, he's ruined the little moustache. No one can have that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not comparing uh, the two. Philip Schofield has ruined... <laughs> Lee Schofield alone. Great, All uh... he did was he had an affair with a man who was of age, so it wasn't illegal, and ITV kicked him off. I don't understand why. Justice for Schofield! <laughs> He's not going to be on trigonometry now, is he? Defending himself. He's not uh, a, I, GB News is going to be on GB News. I, he's, not, he's, not a pedof- he's not a paedophile. That's right, 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 right. The, the problem is, as the character and the person he has made over the years mm-hmm. of a caring family man with a family. Oh, look, it's Philip Schofield on the sofa. Oh, we're entrusted hands with Philip Schofield. That's mm. the issue more than it is kid. And, like, it, it, and like, it was perfectly legal what he did. The way he went round it is not right and morally wrong. And I think this is more the issue. So I shall call him a nonce. <laughs> I think it's more that he got this bloke higher up in in um in this morning when he he had uh, he had a connection to him and he didn't really tell anyone that. Yeah, I think I think people feel betrayed because he's a bit of a snake and a bit of an ass to work with. How come TikTok knew three years ago? The minute he came out being gay, someone said he's had an affair with a younger man. That's like, how did TikTok know three years ago and ITV didn't? Oh, TikTok knew. I, I just think it's know. one of those subjects as well, and it stops us talking about stuff that matters. Yeah, like, it, like it, airport problem, <laughs> like airport, and it's just yeah. I, I don't even know what I think about it. If you're worried, if if like this morning's host is something that genuinely shocks you, that someone who works like that is a bit of a dick, then oh bless you. You're right, because you look like you're trying to find an exit out the window. It's pen time. Pen time. Pen you Island. That, you said that last time. You look like you're hanging out the window. I do. I got a pen. Because, are we near the end? <laughs> what do you want to give Airport out of 2,000? 1,700. It was entertaining <laughs> and it provided excitement in my childhood. So 1,700. Every, every week, I always have to do it. That's what you meant, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. So let's lock it in. You know, I thought you were going to say the in then. I thought you were just going to leave it and go, say in. <laughs> let's lock. Say in. In. Say in. 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 Put it in. Oh, I'm just a bit worried about anyone listening to my phone call that doesn't know that I'm doing a podcast. Excuse me, excuse me, sir, just a moment. Please look after him. Yes, Please don't I, let him run away. It's a very frightening place, the airport. Do you understand? Yes, yes, All right, thank, thank you. you. Ding, ding. Thank you for much, listeners. Next week, we're doing Primeval. We are. We're going to do Primeval. Are we? Good. I'm both selected. That's quite quick. And problematic. We could have explained why it's yeah. wrong. Anyway, we will see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Oh, you stopped. you stopped at that point. You had a conversation with yourself for a minute, then. That was no. really hard. What I'm doing is, I'm doing edits in my head. And I think, right, all right, we won't do Why are you doing the edits in your head whilst we're still here, though?
Oh, sometimes I repeat, a, I repeat a sentence and I think it'd be easy because I can just sniff out when I got it wrong. Bye bye, everybody. <laughs> bye bye. Okay, I think there might be an ending in there somewhere. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. That was actually quite a good landing because the runway here is undulating. Now, this is where we're supposed to clap. You definitely have to clap here.